Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Live from a recycle bin behind the garden centre here on Tigella, we present a wheezing groaning sound, the only Doctor Who podcast that has been made by three men nursing identical poison ivy rashes in the shape of Lala Ward. So put down your master's degree, the master, um, switch off your Alexa, there's a character called Alexa in this, uh, because this whole story is going to be a disaster. This guy called um, called disaster in it <laughs> um, because it's time for megalos yes that's right i am paul Nell and joining me as ever are tom glass eye of harmony neenan and john earthling rain hello, hello. hello. welcome to megalos <laughs> it is good to be back we've been gone mm. too long it's been it's a been while way too long. we got stuck in a time Vortex thing. Something. We did. Yeah. We did indeed. But, then but we we're back. Oh. Mm-hmm. We're back and it's the 27th of September 1980. Mm. Ooh. And Megalos first pops onto our screen at 6.15pm. Mm. Good time. Mm. Nice Perfect. time. Nice, nice time. time. Good time as well. It's just approaching that time where Kitty should be going to bed, and then they see um, Tom Baker, half man, half cactus, and then they really go to bed quickly. Because <laughs> it's genuinely frightening. Awful. It looks like a ripe prick. Yay! <laughs> so before before we dive into the into the uh, chlorophyll murky world that is the megalomania megalos, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the insane cacti. Um, let's just a quick um, perusal of what was going on um, on the BBC on that day. <laughs> Slim pickings during the day. Your usual grandstand, etc. Weatherman. Yeah. It's always weatherman. Weatherman. Lovely stuff. Um, just before Doctor Who, you have the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. How are they, yeah. they going to get out of this great this time? Those That's... good old boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you boy, she wants to see my bash hog. <laughs> well, the, well, the write-up just says, Boss Hog roughs it all up again. Oh, Boss Hog. Told you. I don't, what, know, what I don't know what he's roughed up. Yeah. Yeah. The Duke Those boys. pills look mighty plumped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boss Hog, you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after Jason Hazard was Doctor Who, <laughs> which was then followed by The Generation Game, Juliet Bravo, mm. and The Paul Daniels Magic Show. <gasps> that, 
That is a good Ooh, night's entertainment in 1980. What a, what a great Saturday night that was. Mm, mm. Um, not much blood for Juliet Bravo uh, or the Generation Game, but for the Paul Daniels Magic Show, it says featuring um, Mary Chipperfield and her chimpanzees. Mm. I, don't know what they, I don't know what they do, but they're obviously they're magical chimpanzees. Didn't it later yeah. turn out that she was hitting them? <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no. I think it did. Did it? <laughs> Not with, but like a huge plank of wood. I think so. Is it because they weren't see it. <laughs> They weren't shifting her piano quick enough, so she, uh, she they weren't, Do you know it's won't... taken you an hour to shift that piano? <laughs> <laughs> you maybe, have it. I'll play it. Maybe the, chimpan- maybe the chimpanzees weren't pulling the doves out of the hats quick enough while they were yeah. eating them, and so she mm, obviously yeah. resorted to a whip. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. So anyway, you had Mary, Mary Chipperfield in her chimpanzees and Francis Willard with his supernatural act. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What the? Like, it'd be amazing if this guy just like is a necromancer. He just summons the dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was no, the generation end. game. <laughs> Ends with every... <laughs> a cuddly toy. One of the dead. Um, and then later on on BBC, you finished off your evening with it's Parkinson. <laughs> and it we... just says guests guests to be announced. Oh. oh. So we don't fucking know. <laughs> now, if you were watching BBC Two on that day and you didn't want to watch Doctor Who, then you would be watching uh, in the morning. You'd be watching Open University courses. Um, of course, seven forty. Seven forty in the morning to um, just before midday. Mm-hmm. There were fourteen courses on that day, um, <laughs> including unions and management. Mm-hmm. Who who plans Ealing? <laughs> <laughs> Because I'd like a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plans healing. And my favourite, actresses at risk. Whoa. Actresses at risk. Hashtag me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so bizarre. There's plenty of actresses at risk in, uh, in Megalos as well. So maybe there was a God, blimey. <laughs> and a little bit later on, this is so beautiful. I, oh, I'm pro- I might have been watching at yeah. 10 past three on BBC Two, The Adventure Game. Perfect. Oh, with mm. a li- with with um uh, the uh, people from Earth who are who are up on the planet Arg are mm. Elizabeth and Stenson. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Who, tea, I don't tea bag. know who that is. Ah, there mm. you go. Mm. Fred Harris. Mm. Uh, Mark Dugdale. Oh. <laughs> Those are just there very eighties names, aren't they? Mm. They're beautiful eighties names, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then tea just. And then just after, uh, sorry, and then at eight tw- twenty-five, uh, yeah. there was a drama called "We the Accused." Mm. A drama, a drama in five parts, and it was part three. And it just says, "Chief Inspector Boltro orders an autopsy." Paul <laughs> decides. Paul decides to make a run for it. Hmm. I'm not surprised <laughs> they're going to cut him open. Yeah. <laughs> Did Fred Harris die in the adventure game? Is that why we then got the chocker lady instead of the chocker bloke? Oh no, Dance what well, he died in the code vacuum of space walking home. I think mm. he did. I think because he did. of the vortex. Yeah. I think he, mm. he, he hailed the cab and the, the chocker block car ran him over. <laughs> <laughs> well there you go. So that that mm. was some of the um some of the wonderful rich pickings on mm. BBC. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about bloody Megalos, chaps. Megalos. Megalos. <laughs> oh, where do we start? Well, we start at part one, don't we? Well, we have yeah, to start at part one. What do we think of the new titles? Uh, a bit cheap. <laughs> a bit cheap. Yeah. 
Tom You're looks fed up in them already. He but... does. He already, even on the titles, he's like, <laughs> that isn't even a proper portrait. That looks like no. they've just taken a picture of him in a canteen or something. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> it, like it looks like they startled him when he was coming out the toilets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like a really... He was, com- he was coming out of a disabled toilet and he got caught. Yeah, and yeah. That's the picture they took. <laughs> it, it looks like a really overdeveloped Polaroid. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't got bloodshot eyes. Yeah. They should have changed the music to just like, you know, in a keyboard, you can get a noise, like you can play with sound of cats. The theme should be like Tom sighing, like, uh, 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 permanently, permanently hungover, Time Lord. Yeah. He's been bashed on the head, but instead of birds going around, there's little TARDISes. (laughs) Because he really looks, I mean, I don't want to overstop, but like, he doesn't look well in this episode. I mean, but, yeah. uh, you know, cactus makeup aside, Baker is not looking uh, uh, healthy uh, no. in this at all. He's not yet. He's quite um, spry on his feet in the first episode. When he they is. get caught in the time loop, he keeps doing mm. that lovely trip four thing. Mm. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's, is, he's, you know. <laughs> he had to entertain himself somehow. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. Still, he's still jumping and a leaping. Yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel sorry for him right off the mark in this because that costume, the more you see it, the more awful it is. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's burgundy sort of, coat and stuff. Mm. Sort of like cor- corporate buccaneer. Yeah, the, three, <laughs> the three-quarter length trousers, the high socks. Oh, yeah, the riding boots. Oh, it's yeah, just horrible. Oh, really? I just, I I really like it. Do you? Oh, really? Yeah, I really like that look. I, I, think, I, I, the... I think it looks great. I prefer the hat, the coat, and the proper yes, stuff. Yes, no, of course. Yeah, well, that, that mm. I think that's just the image we always identify with people mm. with anyway. But, yeah. um, uh, you know, he, he obviously got changed because he's... I, I think he's stripped down a little bit because he, he's he's fixing canine because that, that, that's mm. sort of yes. almost where we are. But we have, we have a brief moment where we look at one planet, which is Tigella. Yeah. And all we, all we sort of get from that... And this is a really nice set plot idea, I think. It's science versus religion, which is great. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really nice idea. Two but, two factions of, of 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 the same species are all. I think they're the same species, aren't they? Yeah, it's they, hard they to just, tell. It is hard to tell because <laughs> they go to different barbers. Yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> That's not that yes. joke. You know, all the guys with the yellow hair. It's not that joke saying, you know, um, uh, Lionel, Lionel Blair gets his hair cut like that. <laughs> he doesn't have a haircut like that. Well, he would if he came here. <laughs> hey. Hey. do they all go into the same hairdressers and ask for the wendy richards yes. what they've done i wonder arthur freaked out <laughs> yeah yeah Had a break the, down wendy, Christmas Day. the wendy richards please yeah but this is a bit it's a bit echoey in terms of the um like you say science and religion it's a bit crotony isn't it Hello. Yes, hmm. I suppose so. Yeah. Two warring. Well, in Crotons, it's only one civilization warring amongst themselves. But yeah. this kind of idea of you must follow this rule. Yes. There, there, hmm. there are clearly two distinct sects, aren't there? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't, and you never get the idea that there's anyone sort of half in between. Like, gin, and, <laughs> gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> What was that, Tom? Nothing. <laughs> so you get a little bit of like, oh, okay, we got a little taste of what's going on on the planet. But but the main bulk of this first episode is on board the TARDIS. Um, Tom's in a butcher's apron trying to fix Canaan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're sort of hovering over the planet Tigella. Ty- and uh, uh, Mr. Baker Tom remembers that he had an old mate there he saw probably 50 years ago, Zastra. Mm. 
Yes. yes. Zastra. <laughs> uh, doctor, the canine appears to be broken. There's an empty bottle of vodka inside him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a copy of Razzle. <laughs> <laughs> Master, what you did last night was awful. <laughs> oh, God, turn him off. Yeah. I did. I had to delete the files. <laughs> You're so lucky that uh, Chameleon wasn't around for the Tom Baker era because he would have not he would have not lasted two seconds around Tom. No, 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 my chameleon. God. <laughs> oh, so, goody, goody. Goody, goody. <laughs> Making my have, kitties we have, jingle. <laughs> we have to talk about Zastra because yeah, he's the most deadpan man in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. I really like him as a character. He's the mm. sort of guy who's trying to keep the peace all the time. Mm. Yes, yes. But he's so vanilla and beige throughout <laughs> the whole thing. Everything is there's 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 quite a crisis, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and he parentheses. Someone's just someone's just removed my leg. Ouch! <laughs> it always looks like he's trying to get that jumper off. Yes. <laughs> he's got he says just poking through the head hole. <laughs> well, he's got a jumper and a cloak, which is uh, very uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah. What happens um, is he's getting the Rose. jumper off, and then he's like, oh, God, I've got to be in the meeting. Interview. I'll just throw a cloak on. <laughs> no one will notice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of love Zastra for just his boring tedium. He's, he's mm. so, yeah. oh, no, come on now. Oh, no, don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm on fire. Oh, no. I think I'll make some tea. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't make tea. Oh, no. We only drink coffee. We only drink tea. Oh, maybe there's a, a way in the middle. Uh, yeah. We could all have horlicks. Look, I can, <laughs> I can happily lick the carpet. <laughs> Very mean. Yeah. So we find out that um, that the um, their settlement is going through what looks like major power problems. Mm. Yes. Everything's breaking down or needs to be re- redirected to Sector Four. There's lots of that. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. That's the and that's the place I wouldn't want to work is Sector Four. That looks like there's a lot of heavy lifting and mm. oh, spiral yeah, staircases yeah. as well, isn't it? Everyone's always on a spiral staircase going up. And yeah. Down. Um, yeah, it's an, an entire colony made of uh, spiral staircases, which is a health risk. Yeah, absolutely. And whenever the scientists go down, they go, "Well, this is basic centrifugal force." And every time the uh, religious people, they go, "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you get a distinct idea of what nice. they're like. Yes, all the, yeah. all the religious people are like, like those guys in Life of Brian. Like he has given us a spiral staircase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we must follow it. <laughs> so we we find out about Tigella, which is the planet that um the two sort of warring um sects are on. That's Tigella. But then mm. the next place we go to is the planet which I first of all thought was Tigella, but it's not, and it's got the most unpronounceable name. It's something like Fasfurufu for Fafu. Yeah, it gets yeah. um Fast for <laughs> It's very confusing because yeah, they're all underground and then you see suddenly this like arid desert, and you're like, oh, okay, that's the surface. Like mm. that's how you would interpret yes, that's that. That's the in... first thing you must think. Yeah, but then yeah. you find out that Tigella is a is a very lush green planet mm. uh, with with very aggressive plants, and I think <laughs> that Fasfurufu used mm. to be like Tigella, I presume, because that's where Meglos lives. Yes, he's the one surviving shrubbery. That, that's, uh, <laughs> st- that, that's still there, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. A nice path in the middle. It, it is a bit confusing. Um, oh. Did you did did anyone see? Uh, I think uh, John, you you mentioned to me that you fell asleep. Um, the documentary <laughs> about the, the writing of Meglos. Yeah, it was fascinating. <laughs> so 
the two writers who were sort of way too proud of Megalos, in my opinion. Yeah, um, right. They said, "Well, we had to adopt a Who to write, and we had to think of a um, we had to think of a monster." And on the kitchen table where we were writing was a cactus. So we just thought, "We'll use that." So that is all yeah. the thought that went into wow. this. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the first five minutes of this documentary, it's full of reverence. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> one, of them, one of them's like, "I'm here at St Pancras, waiting to meet my writing partner who I haven't seen in thirty years and lives in France." I thought, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> I really don't give a shit. <laughs> Really? It's almost like it's in real time. It really was. And my um, my friend uh, Katie was the runner on that documentary, um, <laughs> which is quite an achievement. Um, and I, I'd imagine she was just getting coffee for these two people who I'd imagine she, uh, well, I'm sure she's very professional, but I was just thinking these are, these are just quite dull men. <laughs> God bless I mean, them. I'm glad they had coffee because they would have passed out mid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So basically they were yeah. both Zastra. Mm. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> they both are. And, and, well, we looked on the kitchen table and we saw a cactus, which is... Well, <laughs> not a million miles five, away. Five minutes before, I was cleaning out the cat litter, so he could have been a big turd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I genuinely don't ever... I don't often do this, but I genuinely put it on and it's like... <sighs> I, I literally fell asleep. <laughs> oh. Well, then, you, did you miss the revelation that, um, that Megalos was written in the same house that is Tegan's house in Megopolis? I did miss that remember. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. There you go. Shut the fucking door. Is that, <laughs> that is absolutely true. It was all over the papers, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I remember it was all over the Mirror and the Sun, wasn't it? It was. They, call, they called it Tegan Gate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that you could see Tegan's Gate. So uh, yeah, especially when she bends over. <laughs> Oh no, oh, so soon, dear. Jonathan, so soon. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I did enjoy, because I'm a big fan of Tigella, I love her recipes. <laughs> Simply Tigella. Yeah. <laughs> and here we put the cactus in, and then you hear middle of miles away, no! Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I'm melting! <laughs> um, but yeah, this planet's a fafustafun, fafustafun. What we do get, and this is what I really like about um, Megalos in its entirety, is lovely, lovely model work going Love, on here. Love good model work. Very Love good. Some lovely model mm. work. Yeah. Because um, they keep talking about the dodecahedron, so I immediately think that this big, um, these what what we now um, learn or a bit uh, we learn later on, they're called the screens. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought I thought immediately that was the dodecahedron. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be like a bit, an, it's an confusing invisible... as to what's where. Yeah, but you get this amazing um, sort of um, sort of dune sort of landscape or, mm. or deserts, and then yeah. a ship a ship lands, and out comes Bill Bloody Fraser, and mm. my God, <laughs> oh, oh my I God. love a bit of Bill Fraser. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> Bill Fraser, he's brilliant, and he's 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 a and basically they're sort of space pirate mercenaries, or they're called fortune hunters. Yeah. Mm. And they don't seem to be able to talk. They only seem to be able to mumble or grumble about <laughs> Which I'd imagine that's the ship is powered. <laughs> Everything is... <laughs> it's like they've all been given a piece of Lego and they put it in their shoe. And they're down. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it's powered exclusively it. by grumbling and eyebrow grumbling. movement. Yeah, it's they are like... basically... The Grumbleweeds. Yeah. <laughs> but much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you find out that these mercenary space pirates are delivering a bank manager from Earth. <laughs> yes. I want to know how they got him. 
They, yeah. they don't. They don't. They just say we well, travelled all the way across the known universe for this pathetic thing. Yes. <laughs> Get someone better. Get like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really, yeah. He's really, He's really shit scared. Yeah. It's sort of almost like a sort of Richard Wattis. Like, oh, yeah. Sykes, Sykes. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely scared little chap. And the first thing they do is they drug him up to the eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely... And, like, why Why did it need to be an Earth thing? It's never really explained, is it? Why no. did it need to be an Earth thing that they got as well? It could be anyone. They, we could have had a... could have been a fun cameo for a drachig or something. Mm. But, yeah, uh, or they could have just popped over to the nearby planet of Tigella and grabbed yeah. someone. You <laughs> don't, don't have to go all the way to Earth. Yeah. yeah, it's bizarre. But they delivered <laughs> this um, Earth thing. We get the central sort of control room rising from the sand. Lovely model work again. Lovely mm-hmm. stuff. All looks really nice, and they really take their time with it as well. It's a nice sort of like forty seconds slowly mm. rising from. They're really going. Yeah. Look, look, look what we're doing here, and you're like, do you know what? That's not bad at all, actually. Mm. Well, that is a thing that I think comes up a lot in Megalos, which is playing for time. Yeah. <laughs> like, given yeah. that uh, I have the Wikipedia open and it says that part four, the runtime of part four is 19 minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. Uh, I think yeah, they were running abs- under. I had that written that um, episode three into four, the uh, the cliffhanger from three into four is hmm. like seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a long reprise. Previous thought, every series of Doctor either. Who. <laughs> So we get we get the mercenaries going and they find out that the person talking to them in that sort of <laughs> voice is Megalos and he's a giant cacti. In fact, he's the last of the Xeraphites. His cousin yeah. is in the adventure game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, on Arg. I don't yeah. speak to my second cousin. <laughs> we don't get on. Megalos is like the travelling map from the adventure game. He's gone yeah. off. On. <laughs> so, so Megos as a species, so they're a sentient evil vegetable, mm. <laughs> yes, essentially, yeah, right. The last of with, his kind. The last of his kind. We well, I mean, no wonder, really, when you're <laughs> if you're, pl- if, you're pl- if you're planted stationary, you can't yeah. ever move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he does, scale, he does move. I'd scale down. Well, yeah, he can move. Yes, mm. no, you're right. He does move somehow. He looks like a bin bag full of snot. <laughs> I think that's because they used a bin bag full of snot. Oh, <laughs> all right. Fair no, you're right, because he's sort of in a pot going, ah, ha, ha. and yeah. then a bit later on, I think episode three, he sort of makes a run for it across the floor, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. He does. And how he exerts any kind of like threat or menace over, over these people baffles me. Ah. Like exactly, yeah. Move. The first thing you could do is just push him over. Yeah. Take that, you <laughs> take, take, take that, you fucking onion. <laughs> he's all that, and he and he's quite he's quite insulted. Your primitive mind, stupid fucking arseholes. And he's like, yeah. Let's just, shut up, mate. I just won't fucking water you for a yeah. while. <laughs> see, see how you get on them. I mean, the only thing that would scare that would be scared of him is a cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because hmm. cats well, don't like cactuses. We no, plonk it behind him suddenly, and then it would look round and get all scared, and then you get mm, a, meme, yeah. a meme out of it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, this is so yeah. So they they put poor old um sad drugged bank manager into the transformigration machine, <laughs> and also Megalos, and then Megalos suddenly has a body to play around with, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. And he's sort of taken over the. Chap, who, by the way, um, which is brilliant, is just throughout known as Earthling. He doesn't. Yeah, I've never given a character even end credits. Earthling. (laughs) I do think that this is this is evidence that Megalos, uh, you know, time wise, but also it's very thin on detail. Is is Megalos? (laughs) Like because it's 
Yeah, sort of sketch. It's kind of all sketched out in a very sort of loose way. It's a dodecahedron. What does that mean? Doesn't matter. Well, it, doesn't it matter. Just, uh, yeah, it does mm. things. Um, yeah, yeah there's, there's lots of that. So it's like, I've got this man from Earth now. Great, I've got a body. And mm. then does he does he happen to know that the Doctor might be visiting Tigella because that's why he traps him in the chronic historian? Was it I mean, hysteresis hyster- <clears throat> loop? I mean, this is my so, question. Why does he? So was he always planning on the Doctor yeah. arriving? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Because he seems to be, because he takes his identity, but yet he's got the bank manager. I I don't quite understand. Maybe he he needs an avatar of a person to then take over another person. I don't know. I don't know if the doctor's... Yeah, I don't know if the doctor's arrival there is just, oh, this is even better. I can can do that. Yeah, because... uh, That's never really explored, is it? Well, he takes over the bank manager and then does an assessment and says, this man cannot drink ten pints in five minutes. (laughs) Get me another. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this man hasn't got a leak the size that I require. <laughs> that sort of thing, yeah. So yeah. he immediately goes, I've got a and then turns around, a better idea. <gasps> and suddenly yeah, that's that's your cliffhanger is Tom all green and spiky. Yeah. The cliffhanger is yeah. I was gonna say, and that is the moment where Tom starts having fun, I think. Yes. <laughs> when well, he's yeah, playing well, a baddie. Yeah. I don't mind the little bit before where they're sort of doing the repeat. Bit. Mm. I, I, the only reason why I sort of like it, although it does go on maybe a bit too long, <laughs> is that they clearly didn't take the same take and then just replay it. They they keep reacting it, and they yeah. um, keep reacting it pretty well. Yeah. yeah. So so Tom it's Tom does bad. the fall. There's the waggle of canine's tail. Then he talks, yeah. and they, all that bit, they just kept, they just kept rolling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed that. But anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah. as a cliffhanger. I think you know the doctor that you've now come to love turning around and buying a great, a bright green plant. It's pretty terrifying. It's and I like the fact that the the the, the cliffhanger is basically Tom's going to be trying from now on, and you're like, oh, okay, mm. now I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> And also, imagine if the two writers decided that actually they would just keep the Doctor and Romana time looping for the next four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you saw. Really? This is an hour and a half of that. <laughs> I mean, they kind imagine. of do with um, with Romana's running around the jungle. We'll get to that, obviously, but her mm, sort of yeah. constant running. Did anyone mm. notice? I'd love an explanation for this as well. When we're looking at the we're looking at Tom Baker on the screen that Megalos is going to turn into. Yeah. Um, they, did you see what was written on the screen? No. There's a misprint. There's a a typo. Yes, (laughs) yes, there is. It says Dateb of origin. That's right. (laughs) So that's good. That's how much attention is being paid at the minute in Doctor Who. Dateb. Dateb. (laughs) Clearly, obviously, typed by Adric. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) Want? I want you to be able to spell Adric. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but then I, I suppose they could just shrug that off and go, no, that's alien language, actually. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, fair enough. Hello, my name's Beth Murray, and if you'd like to hear funny people talk about giving birth, then have I got the podcast for you. Poor Richard, he made the <laughs> schoolboy <laughs> error of standing up see the baby while I was on the operating table and I think that's really not recommended (laughs) you were scarred for life he was scarred for life in the latest series of one torn every minute a whole labour ward of new guests tell me their birth stories in hilarious and graphic detail gas and air can suck my that's one torn every minute available now on all good podcast platforms 
I suppose you wouldn't do it at all, would you, if you really thought about it? Yeah. Anyway, we get a lovely TARDIS materialisation when they get out of the um, hysteresis loop, and they do that by some baffling piece of bollocks that, um, <laughs> that you just go, yeah, fair enough. Oh, yeah. It's got to be hard, Because they, they change the loop, don't they, by just doing something different. They no, do doing something... exactly the same, but in a different way. I can't remember what they yeah. do. Yeah. If I drop anyway, my it's trousers... it's really silly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can stop the loop by drinking this entire bottle of whiskey in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> if we turn K9 into a minibar... Um, I'm not sure that's going to work. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we get a lovely TARDIS materialisation on Tigella, when, and it basically looks like the TARDIS has appeared in the centre box. Yes. 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 Very yeah, very nice. Mm. Yeah, mm. Um, but Meglos has already arrived, hasn't he? <gasps> as as the Doctor. Yeah. Because um, basically, Zastra decides to tell the warring uh, pe- people that there's a Time Lord nearby and he can help us. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't really know, but I've been told to say this. So um, <laughs> that's basically what happens. So Meglos yeah. comes, and of course they're all expecting the Doctor, and he looks like the Doctor, so they let him in. But he's mm-hmm. bloody Meglos, <gasps> yeah. terrifying. Oh no! <laughs> um, and they and ask him some bit... sort of question he'd know, but he gives a very vague answer. Yeah, like, yeah. <clears throat> yes, yeah. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's that checks him. out. <laughs> Why did you take that, that jumper off, you prick? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, what's he called? The head of the uh, religious nut jobs. Um, oh yeah, Alex. Lexa, she's mm. she she thinks that if the doctor's going to come and tamper with the dodecahedron, he has to eat a Thai meal or something, or take a Thai oath, or yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, do something. He has to have some spicy Thai food. I'm not yeah. entirely sure why, but it's quite important that he has to do. No, that. no, he's a time lord, not a Thai lord. <laughs> <laughs> what is Jacqueline um, Hall thinking at this point? By the way, like last time yeah. she was in Doctor Who. There were Daleks, and it was all you know. They were on, they were on the Mary Celeste, and now yes. she's back, and she's like, "What is? What is a cactus? And what is going on?" Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and I have some questions about the um, sacrifice scene. Are we going with giant stone held up by rope being burnt really slowly by candles? Yeah, okay, we're going to go no. with that one. Because <laughs> that's Which... the most amazing sacrifice scene. Yeah. Tom does not look later. bothered in the slightest, does he? He looks no, so no. comfortable. He's yeah. on this big granite slab, but they've also given him a nice little velvet cushion for his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just before they crush him to death. Yeah. And he just lays there going, la, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> oh, la, la. Now? Oh, I'm lying down for a bit. Excellent. Okay. Roll me up a fag, <laughs> would you? <laughs> it's the same as... I, I, at this point, yeah, he's saying, like, in Destiny of the Daleks, there's almost a whole episode where he's stuck underneath a, a girder. So is yes. he, has he got it written into his contract that for one episode, he must be must be on his back? He must uh, have a lie down. Yeah, yeah. It must be after a heavy night of the coach and horses. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like a, it's like a rider in his contract. And I think the Doctor should do this bit laying down yeah. <laughs> in, in a hotel room. In yeah. and the only sure thing that can... Yes. The only thing that can save him is two paracetamol and a coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And a fried egg sandwich, if you please. (laughs) We are the fried egg sandwichens. (laughs) (laughs) Over easy. (laughs) Um, So basically, Meglos decides that uh, he's going to go into the, uh, to uh, fix the dodecahedron, but of course it's Meglos, they don't know that. But he must Mm. enter the power room alone. Mm. So basically he can steal it, and he steals it by touching it and shrinking 
in it, which obviously is something that Megalos can only do. Mm. Or the Master can do with his little device. But oh, yeah, anyway, his little... He shrinks the dodecahedron. You don't really find that out until the next But it doesn't turn into an action man. No, no, not no. in this time. Nor does he lift up the entire de- um, decahedron and like put it under his cloak and sort of walk. Nothing to see here. Yeah. <laughs> so try to walk away with this huge thing. <laughs> also, Megas has decided to, to, to take the grumblies with him. Yeah. So they're just wandering around looking for things to steal. Don't like it here. Oh, is, um, is the captain, is his second in command? The worst actor <laughs> of all time. <laughs> he really is quite yeah. amazing, isn't he? He yeah. is. I yeah. mean, they're all like they're all doing it absolutely at, at like one hundred and ten percent, which is which. Thank goodness, really, because yeah. they're, they're really bringing it. Yeah. In fact, he delivers um, a beginning, which we'll get to. Um, hmm. He they capture Romana, don't they? Briefly. Yes. And, um, hmm. He's supposed to say she's seen too much. Kill her, and that's mm-hmm. the cliffhanger. But he screams, screams, she's seen too much. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she actually says mutts. Mutts. Uh. And then goes, kill her! They calm it down a notch, man. Yeah, it's Holy a lot. Word. Yeah. <laughs> but there you go. Mm. So, um, so, so now what happens is the real doctor appears. K9 conks out. You running out of power, motherfucker. <laughs> so um Romana's given something to do, which is go and go and find K9 and mm-hmm. get him charged up, and then she gets lost in the in the in the rather horrible jungle. Mm. She has to have a fight. But what I really like about Romana here is she, she just takes everything on the chin perfectly fine, gets on with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she gets attacked happy. by plants, she gets attacked by bell peppers, she's fine with that. <laughs> a triffid has Absolutely a go. Absolutely fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Tri- and she just basically fights everything, doesn't give her monkeys. No. Fantastic. Gets on with it. And like, yeah. the, I'd say Lala Ward has about probably a square metre of set to deal with. And mm. she does excellent work making that look like a full jungle that she's like out of breath running through. <clears throat> yes. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And it's she ends up um, yeah, fighting fighting the bell peppers, which is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and she's fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, meanwhile, um, d- in the city, all the power has been drained because obviously <gasps> the dodecahedron has been stolen. And of course, the real doctor's turned up and it's a case of, well, the mistake of the maker. It's mistaken, <laughs> I- it's mistaken identities. And they're all like, oh, you bastard, you stole our dodecahedron. <clears throat> well, he meets a wonderful actor, doesn't he, who <clears throat> doesn't have any lines uh, initially. Tom turns up and says, hello, I'm the doctor. And then mm-hmm. there's like a second gap where the actor's just looking at him. And then some audios played in saying, the doctor must be seized at once. And then a gun's just pushed in his face. <laughs> and the doctor goes, hello. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, that's my cue. Mm. You, you're, you know, you're a wanted man. Come with me. There you go. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all like, there's a lot of stuff in this, which is, um, it's unnecessarily kind of, either stuff takes way too long or they take no time over it at all. <clears throat> yes. It's quite badly directed. Yeah, yeah, it is. It yeah. is slightly, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but there's, I mean, it's really, I mean, you've got, you've got two planets, one jungle, one, one desert, a group of yes. rogue mercenaries, an alien technology screen, a power source dodecahedron, two warring tribes of religion, uh, and then a case of mistaken identity. It's all going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, it's all going on. It's sort of, there's tons of stuff going on. And I like the <clears> fact <throat> that none of it is put, developed beyond sort of the initial sentence. So it's like, yeah, it's no. powered by the dodecahedron. What does that mean? Don't know. Don't know. But it's yeah. gone, so now there's no power. 
And also, yeah. the Sa- not a- get someone down to sector four. <laughs> you never really understand the stakes of that that place not having power either. It's not like anyone's like suffocating or you know no. it's getting too hot. It's just like oh, that's annoying. The lights are off for a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they probably get the backup generator off. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put ten p in the meter and everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. And I still don't. I still don't really know why the religious people worship it because well, they say it fell down from the heavens. Mm. But they but then the science people are going yeah, but. Aliens have arrived as well. They're from there. Are you fucking stupid or something? I mean, we're aware of all this. Yeah. We're aware that there are alien life forms and things that come out of the sky, but for some reason, (laughs) no, it's it's a gift from the gods. It's hard. Like, uh, it gets a bit brain of Morbius with all the, like, yeah, the worshipping of the thing. Except with Mm. this one, you're like, I don't understand how they could have worshipped it for so long and never never engaged with it beyond that and be like, but hang on, what is it? Yeah, (laughs) it's all getting a bit, this is the way of the Crotons. Exactly. (laughs) Never question it, that's just how it's done. (laughs) I always love how the Doctor always, always appears on the one day where finally for thousands of years people go, do you know what, I've had enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he always turns up on that day, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the Tigellans are all getting a bit crazy because, um, and they all they all look like Richard Claydeman at this point. That's what I wrote down. They all remind mm. me of Richard Claydeman. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, German pianist. Yeah. <laughs> Romana um, manages to fight off the uh, Bell Peppers, but then she gets captured by the Grumblies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And she and they're like, oh, I've got a ship, and I can lead you towards it. They're like, oh, something we can have. Oh, it's very hot in here. Oh, does my bum look big in this? Oh, dear. And there's all of that. And she has a very clear, very clever ruse to just lead mm. them around in circles by. And they're like, oh, we've been walking around in bloody circles. Oh, it's like, yes, well, this planet, um, it, it, it rotates um, anti-clockwise, you see. So the further we go east, we're going west. And they're like, oh, oh no. Dear. <laughs> Which but again, like... not really doing anything about it, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, just carry on, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just carry on the same activity because we've got episode three to fill. So, uh, so yeah. you're just going to carry on doing it. It's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. Mm. And then, um, and then for some reason, they just go, "Well, we'll probably execute you then." I think. <laughs> and that's the cliffhanger to part two. Yeah. This is yeah. execute. <laughs> She's seen two mats. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Romana's about to die, guys. She's mm. going yeah. to die. <gasps> She's going to die, except they change their mind and she. Does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't die. And right. she and she does the same thing again. She now makes them walk all around, the <laughs> but tries to get them eaten by bell peppers. Yes, um, which sort of works for a bit. Which sort of works for about 13 seconds. Yes. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, a bit annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just, then they're just on, on, on her tail again. Yeah. I mean, that is literally what happens. They're just standing there <laughs> yeah. and then just go, and walk off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, she runs she runs and gets into the Citadel Dome area and the doors close and they're literally like one inch behind her. Oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she ends up like in a vestibule, doesn't she? She's just like yeah. stuck in the in a in a porch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a sign that's saying no Irish, no travellers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's aware of the two maps. Mm. Meanwhile, Meglos is sort of like it's weird because um he's quite brazen at the beginning. He just wanders in, I'm the Doctor, but he now seems to spend this episode just sort of tiptoeing around. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. really know why he's already achieved yeah. his aim. Yeah, mm-hmm. surely there's an amazing bit where he's like, 
Yeah, but for some reason mm. there's a bit where he's like skulking and he um and he's skulking with some it's like five pot plants behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just sort of sat there, and I just work like, like, like he's having like a mumsnet meeting with some aspidistras or something. <laughs> like, like he's talking to them, like oh, hello or something. Because mm. he just seems to sort of creep around a lot, like a sort of Victorian parlour villain. I <laughs> wanted him to like kick all the plants over and go, "You're free, my brothers, run, <laughs> fly, be free!" Throws <laughs> them into against the wall, <laughs> and then just stands there scratching his head when they're just doing nothing. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. So, so after Meglos has his little mumsnet meeting with some olive branches, he finally gets caught by a guard and then goes, I am Meglos. And then suddenly Tom opens his eyes wider than any eyeball has ever been opened. <laughs> they fall out. They pretty much fall out. Quite amazing. But the yeah. entire circumference of his face is just two eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, and, game to do that, I saw in the documentary, the director shouted, Last orders. <laughs> 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 they just went uh, Lala wants a divorce and then uh, he was uh, oh no the Cotinorsis has gone into administration <laughs> <laughs> thank you Tom they do that East Ender scene where Lala comes in and says this my sweet is a piece of paper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy Christmas doctor yeah. <laughs> you imagine this oh, my boy. sweet is a divorce settlement from Gallifrey yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so now um, the Grumblies are like, oh, we have to get in and capture them, I suppose. <laughs> and so they they basically build a battering ram, which is hilarious. Mm. Um, but as they're going through the shrubbery, Bill Fraser, and this is obviously, this is genuine, this isn't in the script, he has to bend underneath a branch and you literally hear him go, ah, <laughs> Literally his <laughs> back. <laughs> And the rest of them are all, <laughs> and, and, and the one who's acting insane. All, all his his plot development is is that he really wants the doctor's coat. Yeah, yeah, that's all oh. he's interested in. This yeah. then feels like because what they do in this, they get people into a into a, a scenario, and then they sort of don't know what to do with them. So yeah, when they're yes. in the the screens, they sort of go, "Oh, let's faff around for a bit," and like uh, Meglos in the doctor costume will just sort of have a wander around, take his coat off. Um, yes. And there's nothing. Sort of the, the plot sort of stands still at each point. Yeah. Yes, I know. It's just bizarre, isn't it? It's just <laughs> everything. Because because um, also um, twice now um, you get this weird sort of um, bit where Earthling <laughs> he, he sort of like almost tries to escape the prison of Megalos. He sort of like comes out of him, doesn't he? And yeah. Megalos is yeah. wrestling control of him back. That's not and a bad effect. That's quite impressive. It's that. a really, and it's also it's really horrible. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel so sorry for this Earth thing. This yeah. poor guy just going to his desk job in Dorchester with his, <laughs> cheese, with his cheese and pickle sandwich one morning, and he just gets abducted by. So he'll do. <laughs> And has to get mind fucking fucked by a cacti. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Deary me. So, so the Grumbleweeds um, have not been killed by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, and they're, they're now using a battering ram to get in. Meanwhile, um, the 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 um, Megalos has captured a soldier and revealed himself. The two the two sects have decided that it's all out war, and uh-huh. Lexa Lexa and her religious nutjobs decide to take over, don't they? Uh-huh. Terrifying Meanwhile, the doctor—the real doctor—is walking around completely oblivious to all of it. Did right. I? Oh no, I don't recall doing that. <laughs> oh hello, oh Sastra, how are you? And he's like, you fucking arsehole. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, what? What? Oh. <laughs> it's all it's just literally like, oh, I don't know. It's mm. all becoming like a Ray Cooney farce now. 
Let's yeah. pass up to Tom Baker every Nick. morning after he's been out. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't say anything yeah. racist, did I? Oh, no. It sounds like something I do. Fair enough. <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> so, so basically what happens is is that the um, loony fringe uh, religious nutjobs decide that they're going to sacrifice the Doctor. That will appease the gods and maybe they'll get the dodecahedron back. Something like that. Mm. And instead of like firing squad or uh, guillotine or whatever, no, they lay him underneath a massive <laughs> suspended rock on four ropes that they take five hours to burn each rope until it crushes him to death. It takes ages. Like, clearly Tom is riffing, right? Because there's a bit where he, like, blows on the rock to try and keep yeah. it up. Yes, That's a bit of fun. Yeah. Which but is all fun. it means is, yeah, he's just like, clearly Tom is just bored and they keep on training a camera on him and he doesn't know what to do because he sort of looks scared, but how scared can you look? It's a yeah. Yeah, difficult job for I, him. I, I almost expect him at one point just to get at the Times crossword and just do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looks so non-committed. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but anyway, they, as I say, they have given him a nice pillow. Which is mm-hmm. nice. That was lovely. And Megloss has now escaped and met the Grumbleweeds. <laughs> Didn't even get in anyway. Oh, some of us got shot. <laughs> oh, let's, oh, let's, oh, do you know what? And he's like, oh, take me fucking back home now. And they're like, oh, we've just got here. We've just got used to the climate. They go back to that dry parched air. So off they go. And they can, you can just hear them. <laughs> so they retreat back to the back back to hate back to their ship HMS <laughs> and, and off they go um, and also notice this um, in this bit one of the mercenaries has got an ice hockey skate for a hat which is lovely oh lovely yeah, yeah he's got an ice ice, mm. ice hockey skate that they've shoved on top of a piece of metal sprayed it lovely <laughs> I like that oh, it's, yeah nice. then you get the feeling they've just been travelling the universe sort of collecting collecting stuff uh, from various yes. places, like I- I'm guessing their costume is meant to be like bits and bobs from everywhere, right? And that's yes, why. things they things they bought from uh, Sablon Glitz along there. Yeah, adventures. exactly. Things I was going to say, uh, how much for that? Uh, inflated, inflated prices. <laughs> you could imagine yeah. these two are Sablon Glitz's dad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're going to join the family business, son, are you? <laughs> well, you can do it. There's not much in it for you. It's painful on the old feet. <laughs> Do you think that Mel would have gone off with uh, with these guys? Uh, I think like... Mel would have gone off with one of the bell peppers. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> so Megalos has now left the planet. The mm. Doctor is about to die. But yeah. suddenly they go, wait, hang on. It might not be the Doctor. It might have been Megalos. Oh, no. <laughs> so, mm. so, so, they, so they halt the proceedings. So... And Tom mm. doesn't like leap up like, oh, thank God. He's like, oh, what? Mm? Oh, is something oh. happening? <laughs> <laughs> Are they still filming? So, oh. <laughs> so the doctor goes, look, it was a, this has been a case of mistaken identity, and I better go and finally sort things out now that we're all on the same page. Mm. Um, so they go to leave, and first of all, there's a big battle between the scientists and the and, and some of some of the grumblies and all that. And, and then yeah. for some obscure reason, um, Lexa just gets shot. <laughs> yes. It's one of the worst scenes I've ever seen. Yeah. She just gets shot for... Did she sort of save Lala? But I'm she, sorry, she, she save saves, Romana. But she saves why? Romana, yeah. No idea. Why? No, po- utterly pointless. Matters not a jot, does it? Yeah, and it looks like she accidentally steps in front of her. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, she sacrificed herself oh. and is redeemed. Like, I think no, she, she'd she, read the rest she of the script. Over. She tripped over yeah. like an acorn. <laughs> she tripped over an acorn and got shot by collateral fire. Imagine if her, there you pre- go. if she her previous role in Doctor Who, if um uh, oh god, who was it? It wasn't Susan. It was uh, um 
Hang on. Zoe. Zoe, Zoe, Jamie. Zoe, Zoe! <laughs> <laughs> Alda and uh, Barbara. If, but, you know, if Barbara had left Doctor Who by just like being shot and going, oh, and then falling over and everyone going, oh, that was okay. Um, and then just leaving. That was, yeah. that's how they said goodbye to one of the sort of the core cast of the, of the 60s. <laughs> so yeah. every, every goodbye to every assistant is them being unnecessarily shot. Yeah. And then everyone else going, hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. They like brush it off very quickly. Immediately getting on with stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I presume they just throw a corpse outside as fertilizer. I mean, it's perfect. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Recycled into the ground. There's you a know. bit where um, where they're leaving, where Romana picks up uh, K9 and sort of carries her over the body. And I thought, yeah. for a second, like if she just dropped K9 and was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> would have been right. much better. It would have been much better if there was a setting on K9, like he was a Henry Hoover, and she could have just <laughs> <laughs> cleaned up the corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at least they didn't give it to Shock Eye. Yeah, <laughs> he'd have made meat, short work of her. Meat and a salad. So the doctor sort of goes goodbye, Zastro Road friend, and they're like, "Yeah, thanks for coming, not because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a disaster." Yeah, lots of people since, are dead. Yeah, everyone's dead. The city is still not in control because mm-hmm. the dodecahedron's been stolen. So yeah. we're now left to die with no power, with most of all our friends and family also dead. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Thanks, Time Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very good off. idea. Mm. He, he buggers off to um, land back on the planet Zahushtuhuflehunamun um, yeah. uh, to, just to sort out what Meglos is bloody up to. Because he, sort of, he hasn't worked out who, what Meglos is yet, has he? Doesn't he say he's a, it's a doppelganger? He, yeah, he mm. says he's a doppelganger, but he doesn't know, like, oh, no. he's one of those what? He's one of them. <laughs> he just, wow, he just need, a... Yeah, he just needs to be sorted out. Yeah, right. yeah. So you get this, again, a nice little set piece where the whole um, uh, screens are rising and the machinery's rising and all the grumpies <laughs> going, quite impressive, the dust gets in your eyes, doesn't it? <laughs> There's all that. And then Megos is fine, finally going to reveal his plan, which, of course, all megalomania villains in Doctor Who, they mm. just want to destroy a universe or two, don't they? Yes. Yes. Blow yes. up a galaxy. That's, they, he's sort of got the Death Star, isn't he? I guess well, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he can yeah. destroy planets, yeah. It's good to show mm-hmm. back because, because he goes, Would you like a demonstration? And the first thing he goes, Let's get rid of Tigella, bloody mm. awful place. <laughs> so, you know, we've got some chia seeds in my sock and I've got a rash. So, you know, <laughs> so, they, so they decide to blow up Tigella. And I, I, I still, it's still not clear whether Megloss has got, like, was he originally from Tigella or his species were from Tigella or he's got, like, got nothing to do with it? I just don't know. You don't know what, why, what the beef is there, what's gone on between the, the sort of vegetated planet and then the arid planet but yeah you know, what why they're angry at each other well again yeah, it's not if clear, i was if i was it's not clear at all but if i was mm. writing this surely um Meglos's plan should have been to sort of destroy people and then reseed the planet that would have been much more of a oh yeah i can sort of see that yeah. as your species yeah yeah there'd be more of you and you want to but he doesn't seem to give a shit about the jungle planet which is all his fucking aunties uncles and cousins yeah <laughs> he's quite yeah, happy to just wants to get rid of it just fed up yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now I, I must admit, I love the model work. I do love the model work. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, the beams yeah. are being focused. Yes. Yeah. I would say that it's uh, the CSO is overused. Uh, at the start, I was like, oh, that's a good use of CSO. You know, yeah. the blue screen and everything. But then after a while, you're like, well, we've seen a lot of Tom's hair going all going all fuzzy yeah. blue at the top. <laughs> and, yes. and the shadows as well. Everyone's shadows all fuzzy. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of I like that. It looks quite cool. Yeah. It's quite, yeah. I just, I think they could, they could have built a bit more set just to help things along a bit, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, it doesn't look too bad. They're being a bit adventurous with it. Hmm. So, so Tom decides he's going to put a stop to this, and obviously there's lots now. Of, but I thought you, but you, hang on, it's too. What the? Oh, it, it literally is a Ray Cooney fast now. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, <laughs> now like, my trousers have fallen down, and now the space vicars appear. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all very like. But I thought you were he, and he was I, and you were. Born. Oh, for yeah. God's sake! My Japanese boss is next door, and he was tortured by a cactus during World War Two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This was not most honourable. Oh no, we've offended <laughs> him. Um, because you because you are waiting for the bit where the two doctors finally square up, and that yes. only happens in the last five minutes when they're both yeah. thrown in a brig. Yeah. Um, in the meanwhile, there's lots of anger. Because there's a bit where Megalos is going, I've set the coordinates, it's all going to blow up. I'm just going to go outside for no reason at all and check something. <laughs> you should say, Which I'm just popping outside for a Jimmy Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And so then the real doctor can come in, and they still think it's Megalos, but he's now changed the controls and set it to essentially self destruct. And yes. Megalos when... doesn't know that because he's gone outside for a stroll. That's when the Bill um, Fraser goes, Two jackets? Yeah. Two... Yeah, he realizes two gentlemen, two jackets is not remotely possible. <laughs> There's not a tailor with... in the world that could make two identical. <laughs> and then they go like, oh, it's just a gift. And then it's never talked about again. No, like, it's they never talked of, about. Yeah, they just move on. Fair mm. enough. And there's there's two amazing bits in this sequence with with the Megalos going out and the Doctor going in, and then Megalos going back in, the Doctor going out, and then they're both going yeah. back in. Yeah. <laughs> du- during all of this, um, because not only has the Doctor appeared on the planet, he's also brought is it Delix with him, um, mm. as as well as Romana to sort yes. things out. And there's an amazing bit where um, um, Tom Baker is um, puts his hands on the screens as if he's sort of like testing them and then a guard yeah. sees him and he makes him hold it up for yes, him I enjoyed yeah. that I enjoyed that and that's just genuinely hilarious yeah. because the guard for a moment takes his hand away and then goes oh, oh. Yeah. oh I've got to hold this up which is, oh, I have to hold this up all bloody day now <laughs> and there's an amazing bit where where, where K9 goes into the command centre and a guard's looking at him going hee 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 I love that bit that guy's like that's, hey, stupid that's dog that's my favourite bit of the entire, entire <laughs> yeah. four episodes is a guard going hee 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 dog and then he just gets killed and they like they just bludgeon him over the head <laughs> they bludgeon him can't stop shooting things. It's just—it's <laughs> just a, he's a heavily armed guard who's just mm. been going along with all his orders. Or he's obviously—they've travelled around galaxies, universes. They've seen everything, but he just sees a little tin dog and he's <laughs> literally. Hey, 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 oh. <laughs> What's he going to do next? Chuckling, oh. chuckling to himself. It's so brilliant. This is how they get the people for the audience. Have you been framed? Yeah. <laughs> very easily entertaining. Yes, very easily. <laughs> so, bas- so basically, now the doctor gets caught, and then um, old Bill Fraser, two of them, uh, put them in there, will decide what to do. Because they don't know at the moment that the definitely has been set to self destruct. So they still mm. think they're going to. I still don't know what's what's in it for them as well, hooking up with Megalos. Because um, <laughs> he, he doesn't no. seem to say, I'm going to pay you anything or, or there's something <laughs> to gain. I don't no. know why they're doing it for fortune hunters. They're pretty bloody stupid. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. we get the two doctors looking at each other, and then you're like, ah, oh, finally, a bit of Tom on Tom. I love yeah. this scene. Mm. This seems great, mm. isn't it? Really fun. Yeah. It's really good fun. It's brilliant. Because that you get Tom um, acting incredulously against himself, looking very cheeky. Yeah. I enjoyed mm. that. Mm. 
<laughs> and weren't you expecting, like we were all expecting, the classic, like, because K9 bursts the door, he laser beams the door open, and they all, the guards come rushing in, there's lots yes. of people with guns. Mm -hmm. And yeah. there should have been the shoot him, no, not him, him! Well, yeah. I, thought, they don't, I thought they don't bother with any of that. But I thought that the, the, the point was they didn't need to, because when they looked at Megoth, <laughs> he looked all cross. And then they look yes. at real Tom, mm. and he does that stupid grin, and you think, well, that could only be. That's yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. all we know. Yeah, unless they I make wanted... a terrible, unless they make a terrible mistake and they shoot yeah. the terrible, <laughs> by accident. Tom I just, just wanted... gets his knob out. Only I would do this. Yeah. <laughs> Surely. So so Meg so Megos panics and sort of reverts to a bin bag full of snot. <laughs> and poor, poor old Earthling is now like, what the fuck? It has been going on. <laughs> By the way, how did you know which one was the real doctor? Well, one had five pint glasses on his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing double when, or crusties. When, we, we did know because 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 one 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 had a bottle of uh, weed killer in his pocket, and the other one had a bottle of miniatures that kept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we worked it out pretty quick. Yeah. Oh. And so the doctor goes, "Well, um, the planet's going to blow up, and um, Tara." <laughs> So leaves with leaves with the, the worst gag to this earthling. He, the earthling gets a gag at the end. Mm. Oh yeah, it's or, like you're or sort of look to camera like oh, oh doctor. Yeah, he says if I don't get home to my wife, she'll kill me or something. And he says, oh, I'll yeah. get you home before you left. Yeah, yeah. and he goes, and he goes oh, God. oh, it's like they have the you know the, like the thank you around the TARDIS. You have the traditional how can we ever repay you, doctor? And yes, it's like oh no. That it's just that, but like the doctor's not has caused more trouble than he's solved in this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't really know what he's done. You know, most of them are dead now. There's only been like everyone. Five everyone involved has caused more trouble than than, than was ever needed. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. All, everyone makes things worse. Yeah, <laughs> Ex exponentially throughout yeah. these four episodes. Yes, yes. It's hilarious. Mm. Yeah, he, he just buggers off to let to let Megalos blow up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is, and I presume the, the Grumblies as well. Do the Grumblies leave? Oh, they, no, they're there, aren't they? No, they're there. They're, they're, trying, to, they're, yeah. they're trying to oh, stop we're it, gonna blow, Are we going to blow up as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a good run. No, and then well. basically, yeah, yeah. Um, I, oh, you, who will get me back to Earth? I'll drop you off before you meet your wife. And he's like, oh, go on, but I'm gay. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was out cottaging. Oh, it's an festival <laughs> offence! <laughs> <laughs> and that's how, that's how that episode ends. What was missing was like Iris singing <laughs> on that guy's face. <laughs> That yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. <laughs> what you should have there, shaking, what you should have there is, fist. is the music you get at the end of every two Ronnie sketch. Doodle 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 doodle. Yeah. So that you... was the. Hmm. It's like, it was like peeling an onion. Um, <laughs> peeling yeah. an onion, and we, we, we cried a bit more. Yes. There's something I genuinely, even though for all it's confusing, because so many Doctor Who episodes are let's run around and do this, and it's equally as confusing. But in this one, you've got so much fun to look at. That's what I really like about it Megalos more than anything. Yeah. And it's so uncomplicated. It's like, mm. there's no, um, yeah. you know, it's it's so very basic. We have Thing. Thing gives power. Power yes. giving Thing is yeah. gone. And you yeah. say, <laughs> that's basically how the script is written anyway. So, uh, so it's very easy to follow. We always talk about some Doctor Who's suffer from a lack of plot, but this doesn't mm. suffer from it. It's absolutely <laughs> fine because it has yeah. no plot. It's it just, no it's plot. just, yeah. it's just <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like you. Mm. Hello, I'm here to help you. Oh, he, well, he didn't help us. The end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
They um, literally run out it's of things. Mad. To... Once Meglos has got the thing, there's yeah. Meglos has nothing more to do. No. Like Meglos shuffles around a bit in like corridors, travels, <laughs> and then fiddles about with whatever the dodecahedron needs to do in the in the screens. Yeah. But like that is undescribable it. power that he's yeah. got. And, and and again, so what you've got is this insane cactus that sits in a room on a desert and blows mm. up planets. For the rest of his life, if that's what he wants. Like, <laughs> is that so. your end game? Is that it? <laughs> Must be quite a lonely life, Meglos, just to be there, a plant. I mean, you know, what if you get an itch? You can't, oh, Christ, I can't <laughs> even scratch. Well, you know, what if you get, like, green fly? I mean, <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Who waters him, for Christ's sake? I know, well, I'll tell you what, that, that'll be the most Tom Baker's ever been hydrated, won't it? With, when he was, uh, was Meglos. <laughs> yeah, ironically, because you know, alcohol is very dehydrating. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I suppose... woken up feeling like a cactus. Yeah. Yes. So I suppose we have to um, score this piece of joy. Mm. Don't right. we? Yeah. What are we going to give it out of? A hundred... A um, hundred... A hundred... Um, bell peppers? Bell peppers, yeah. hundred hundred bell peppers. hundred bell peppers. Yeah, I quite like a hundred grumbles. Yeah. Um, I'm going to score this highly only because, yeah. the, only because um, I, the, when the guys were coming up with a story on paper, it looks brilliant. We have two, <laughs> we have two sets of people, yeah, trapped trapped together in a crumbling society. One wants to take the path of religion, the other wants to take the path of science, and they don't yes. get on. Brilliant. And then you have the idea of a of a mixed up looky likey doctor. For really doctor fun. Who, that's brilliant fun. Yeah. Then they throw in, oh by the way, the alien's a big plant, and you go, oh mm. that's lovely. You, <laughs> you well, guys good. literally were on the cooking sherry all night when you were writing this. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, and it's four episodes, but I I don't have a problem that it's four episodes. It no. Bumbles yeah. along, um, in its own logic, which yeah. doesn't make sense, but I don't care. Because it's just mad fun. The um, the doctor gets to be a baddie. He's a big green villain at one point. K nine shoots lasers. There's attacking um, plants. There's warring. It's all going on. It's all going it's on. All Beautiful model work. It it makes bollocks to nonsense. <laughs> but I absolutely adored it for nineteen eighty. What was eighty one? I think eighty one. Eighty. Eighty. Sorry, nineteen eighty. Yeah. Beautiful. I probably would have watched this, and I would have been seven. Yeah, that's nice. And I, and I would have found, yeah, it perfect for a seven-year-old. Mm. Literally, I don't care. This is brilliant. Look, <laughs> the doctor's got green face. Ah. So I loved it, and I and also I have a particular love for Bill Fraser, who in the sixties and seventies was in every bawdy comedy you could think of. He's the head of the Grumblies. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. yeah. He, he's in. He's often often twinned with Frankie Howard in many many films, like Up the Chastity Belt and Up the Front and. Um, up the front in particular, set during the <laughs> Second World War, where inexplicably Frankie Howard has the Allied, no, has the Germans uh, war plans tattooed on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of and course. that's the plot and that's the plot to that Ned Sherin joint. Yeah. Um, but um Bill Bill Fraser plays the sergeant major in it, and, and one of my favourite things ever is the exchange between Bill Fraser. Frankie Howard, where Bill Fraser turns to Frankie Howard, he goes, "As far as I'm concerned, the sun shines out of my ass." <laughs> and then, and then Frankie turns directly to the camera, and goes, "Oh, what a short summer!" That's just the funniest thing in the world. What does it even mean? What does it I know, mean? exactly. It, it means there wasn't enough light coming out of Bill Fraser's arsehole, <laughs> and also resulting heat. 
to yeah. constitute to constitute mm. a summer. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and of course, he was Burt Baxter and Adrian Mole. Of course, yeah. Uh, and and he, and, he, and Bill Fraser's been in everything since since 40s, 50s. So I, I love mm. that he's in it. So anyway, that's me warbling on. I'm, mm. I know it makes no sense. It's batshit crazy, but I love it for all of that. I think it's brilliant. Um, so I'm going to give it a lovely 70. <laughs> Richard mm. May style grumbles. Richard no, May. No. I don't like the number 70 anyway. I have to give it <laughs> So, and John. Oh, John. Um, well, I'd never seen this one before. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a treat. And it was a real treat. I loved mm-hmm. all the model work. I thought Tom was having fun as the baddie. Mm-hmm. It zipped along. It's four parts, but as you said, there's a lot of padding. So it yeah. zips along. <laughs> and I just had a lovely time with it. So I'm going to mm-hmm. agree with Paul precisely and <gasps> go for 70. Uh, yeah. I can't believe John went for the same score as me. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Said, I'm a highwayman. You, you think you're <laughs> a gentleman of the road? <laughs> 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 so, Tom, Tom, uh, you're, gonna, you're, not, you're not going this high, I can tell. I'm going to crash the party slightly. I think Ooh. that um, I don't think it's like traditionally as you'd say good well one thing i'd say about this documentary <laughs> traditionally good <laughs> the documentary is very good because obviously these two writers think very highly of themselves and i'd say the writing mm. is the weakest bit of actually a really fun episode the visuals are great and the production mm. design is really good and the acting yeah fun. um but they uh, they talk about how they were discovered they were discovered for doctor who in the uh, red lion <sighs> pub in angel because they'd written a, a play and they get this the play was a, a set in a northern uh, funeral home and the Northern mm. Funeral Home was the only business that was flourishing in the North under Thatcher. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's to think about that. Yeah. That was the, and and I, bet, I, bet, I bet the name of the funeral home had some punny name as well. 100%. 100%. It was called like Whippets and, and something. Yeah. Or like, yeah, the Welfare State or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Welfare yeah. State. <laughs> Welfare and States. They're the two. <laughs> so picture it as well. Yeah. yeah. I'd Basically, was... they they had seen an Alan Bennett play and went, "We could do that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that's what they did. And so I think that like this is there's a lot of fun. It's almost like a an absolute dead in the middle Doctor Who story. Like it's sort mm. of like this is a template from which you could write all of eighties Who basically if you yes. wanted to. Yes. So yeah, I yes. think I'm going to give it a dead in the middle score and I'm going to give it fifty, <gasps> which means that. Um, Meglos scores 190. <laughs> well, do you know what? Wow. That's, that's, not a, that's not a bad score. Not bad at all, no. is it? That's not a bad score for uh, Meglos, b- is it? Before we go, we do have correspondence on this episode. Yay! Oh, yeah. yes, lovely. Um, I'll go through them. Apparently, uh, Andrew, at Andrew F tells <laughs> us, my favourite bit of the Meglos trivia is that they nearly brought him back in Matt Smith's first series, an episode called The Lodger. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been um, a better episode. <laughs> uh, night at night underscore time says mm-hmm. Tom Baker mishears the lead role for Hunger Games and turns up as the audition as a cactus. Cactus. <laughs> Good yeah. punning. Yeah. Good nice, punning. nice, nice. <laughs> That's a um, bit of work there. I, I, I travel to you slightly on that one. But I, yeah, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Newport says the Earthling should have been played by William Russell to add some further screwballs seeing as Barbara decided to show up as a priestess. Yes. Bet she, I bet she used the Dal- Dalek time machine to cause some shithousery. <laughs> I mean, that does yeah. raise the thing, which is they get back an, an absolutely, you know, an iconic um, uh, assistant from the 60s and sort mm. of do nothing with her. I don't know why they cast her as it's this. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Does yeah. she just want to be back for a bit? Like, 
Yeah, I think know. that's probably what it was. Do you want to come back and do some Doctor Who? Like, yeah. yeah, love to. All right. We'll give you any old part then. Yeah, yeah, literally. Just that. Well, it's a bit like choosing the football. um, Choosing, you know, just getting the ball bearings in the in the bag and going. Okay, you're playing. uh, Yeah. Yeah. What's her name again? (laughs) Lexa. Lexa, you're Lexa in Megloss. Okay, sure. She would say they've got her from the planet out of work. Uh, Chris Williams says, like, oh God, he said the same thing as I said earlier. Like to think Megalos is related to the plant ruler of Arg, uncle from the adventure game, except he was a bit more mobile and didn't have to have his pot carried about. (laughs) There you go. Also, when Megalos merges with the captured Earthling and checks out his appearance, it would have been good if he'd said, well, the suit was all right, but it's a cacti. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, you're right. That would have been good. That would have been very good. That would have been great. I like I like that. Uh, ben Thomas, uh, the ever reliable Ben Thomas, says with an average viewing of four point six five million, Megalos is the least watched Tom Baker story. And having watched it, that's not a great fucking surprise. <laughs> oh, but it's just crazy fun. Uh, and fun. And Mr. Yeah. Ox, fantastic Mr. Ox says, uh, just watched him in prep for the podcast. Baker looking fucking ill in this. Must have, <laughs> must have had a few nights in the Coast of Horses with Jeffrey Bernard during recording. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It's, all been, it's all been covered. Don't worry. He looks rotten. Like, when it started and he's, he's, he's in his apron. Rotten. <laughs> I was like, oh, is he going to make it through this episode? <laughs> but he did. Uh, and then Ben Thomas replied to him saying, the after effects of marrying Lala Ward, perhaps, or maybe he just found out they'd cast Matthew Waterhouse. What? That gormless streak of whippet shit? <laughs> <laughs> I like Lala Ward. I don't know what was going on behind the scene. Were they divorced at this point or were they married at this point? I can't remember. I don't oh, know. That's a really good one. I'm not sure. But she uh, leaves like two episodes later, doesn't she? She does. She goes yeah. off with the with the Lion Man. Mm. Um, she's off. Oh, yeah, she's off. Um, so he would have... Um, no, they were just married. Why is ah. it, Why you look so unhappy, Tom? Mm. <laughs> You'd be married to Lala Ward, as I, I'm guessing... It says they married in 1980. It was oh, wow. 1982. So, uh, so yeah. I, I reckon what's happened is is that the honeymoon period is over. <laughs> he, he's moved into her house. She's revealed that she's teetotal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Oh, no. And Richard Dawkins keeps coming over to borrow some sugar. <laughs> 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 and that's the end of the correspondence. So thank you, everybody, for writing in on thank that Thank you one. so oh, much. Oh, well, so that's the end mm. of the correspondence. That's the end of Megalos. And that's the mm. end of this beautiful Wheezing Groaning episode. So do find us, if you can, at Wheezing Groaning. Uh, is that right, mm-hmm. John? At Wheezing Groaning? Wheezing on Pod. Twitter. Wheezing, Wheezing Pod. Pod. Beg mm. pardon. It's been <laughs> lovely to be back because mm. we're uh, all still sat at home a lot. So yeah, this it's has been, been a really too. nice way to spend my time at home. Because yes. um, I'm currently quarantined. I've got another week to go. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, no, not because I'm ill. It's because oh. I went to Slovakia and Slovakia oh, right. went on went on on the list. So yeah, um, I'm 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 a week into quarantine. So watching Doctor Who has been a perfect way to pass that time. So you're Lovely. listening to science and not religion. That's good. Yes, yeah. that's great. Well, we'll see so, you next week. Yeah, see you next Cheerio, week, everyone. Bye. 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 Yes, goodbye. I suppose. Sitting up here in this New York townhouse Decorated in grays and blues And everybody knows Love won't grow For a cactus and a rose
you some Love won't grow For a cactus and a rose Cause I still like to drink my beer I still love a honky-tonk Where the good old girls will always dance with you If you're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Concessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hyten and myself, Beck Hill, where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic-Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Concessions. Sessions.